0: what's going on y'all it's your boy j.h gibbons here as we'll see and welcome to yet another episode of the acromas podcast ladies and gentlemen episode 17 what what oh he's here bro i'm here guys yo (laughs) what's going on what's up yo 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 this is the very first time if you're just joining us this is your very first time this is the first time you're seeing us in person after what about 17 weeks or something 16 17 weeks doing this over zoom we're like oh, we gotta make this happen man we gotta come together for the people make it real yeah absolutely uh it's been a long time coming
1: um uh, yeah. but yeah you know with the vaccinations happening and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. these sort of settings can happen
0: yeah so yeah. yeah well now i have not gotten my second shot so i'll uh you know what i'm saying i Maybe I shouldn't have announced that earlier, but no, I'm next weekend actually, um, the 21st. <laughs> I'm supposed to get it. And what's funny is my neighbor, she got her second one and she was like, Yeah, that thing was thanging. So I was like, Oh, that's great. <laughs> Cause the first one was bad. So now the second one's just going to be worse. So that's absolutely great. I'm looking forward <laughs> to being fully vaccinated though. Hey, real quick, bro. Yeah. I got season. Not season tickets, my bad. I got the season opener tickets. The Washington Football Team. Hey, hey, hey! Hey. Let's go. This stands gonna be full. Let's Let's go. go, Hail to the football team. (laughs) Hail to the football team, yo.
1: Yeah, let's make that clear. If you
0: if you don't know, you'll learn. Mm -hmm. That we are avid fans. Avid fans, man. Hey, I mean the draft was looking good. I know preseason is gonna be banging, and that very first game. To all the fans out there of any sort of sport, man, we're starting to get back to where we were back in 2019. And I know everybody's excited. I'm very excited. I can't wait. I'm going to be there early. I think we're going to be tailgating from like 9 a.m. It's going to be crazy. But I am so hyped to have sports back. I'm hyped to have the NFL back. And I'm glad that we're at a point where we're able to progress. You know, I think I think being able to progress is very it's very, very important in our society. But at the same time, man. <clears throat> I feel like there's, there, there, there's sometimes we're regressing as a society because I would go outside and I would see a line that would go maybe two or three traffic lights down the street of people waiting for gas. But 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 here's the thing too, right? Because mm. they're not just getting gas. They're not, you know what I'm saying? They're not just waiting in line. Like some of these gas stations clearly say, you know, no gas here. Yeah. Please do not wait in line for gas. Yeah. But what happens, the reason we got to that point, besides the hacking that those guys did, by the way, I mean, bravo, if you were able to hack into a system to, to hack the guy, I mean, that's incredible. Like, I, I mean, look, yeah. What can you say kudos about that? <laughs> millionaires now, whoever that was, I mean, right. look, I don't, I'm not, wow. I, yeah, yeah, I don't, you know, we're not, we're not endorsing hacking. No, not do at not all. Do not hack us. Don't do not do it. Please. it's don't. not, there's not much to get, but please don't <laughs> do not do it. Do not do it. Yeah. Because I mean, I, Got millions of dollars man i don't know who these people are but hey kudos to you you went you walked away with money but i don't know how far they'll get i mean we got a we got a pretty strong system here of capturing uh the bad fellas right one can hope we yeah guys i mean we we we, some we, of the good guys yeah too, so sometimes yeah, so, yeah it's kind of <laughs> rough were, were you able to fill up on guys um what i did was um <clears throat> i
1: okay so i i had heard a snippet about it but i didn't know completely what had happened um <laughs> and and then um when i when, when it when when i did hear about it it was already in the evening i probably had at the time a half a tank of gas so i was like mm. all right i should be fine but you know what let me go stock. let me go stock As a matter of fact i think we were going after one of our meetings oh, okay yeah, i was like yeah, let yeah, me go yeah. get some gas yeah
0: A smart 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 memory <laughs> well
1: memory. i went through about three or four different gas stations no. before I actually ran into what I needed. Uh, I use regular for, for my vehicle. Oh, fancy. Uh, yeah, I'm a little, you know, a little something, something. Uh, <laughs> but I take care of my baby. So I use, I gave her what she needed. And um, it just was crazy to see the lines there. And even more crazy to see people legitimately filling up like buckets and <sighs> barrels and even plastic bags with just gas. Like it, it I, I just couldn't process what I was seeing. Because I didn't know exactly to the, the severity of it, but now I knew something was going on. So like, damn, there's on. no gas. None. And then you know, I got it. So <clears throat> now the scares. What I found funny about it though, yeah. Jay, was this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When I when I got a better, slight better understanding of it, I was like, all right, real talk, guys. The people out there who are doing this probably are the people who was the avid hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer takers, uh, the people that was out there with the toilet tissues. Uh, what was the other thing that they were doing? Um, there was something else. Man, I used?
0: mean, there was, you know, there was water, all those all those water. things. Oh. Yeah, water was a big thing. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's, uh, God, what else was there? Um, uh, well, wipes. There were the wipes Ooh, too, wipes. the sanitizer, oh, wipe sanitizer yeah. ones yeah. too.
1: Yeah. yeah. So here's the crazy part about that. Yeah. All you people out there, we got love for you, but stop it, please. Because the only thing that was really sad was that, hey, there may be an upcoming shortage of it. And really, it was going to affect the airlines. You hear me? It was going to affect people traveling. I thought y'all wanted to leave the house. I, apparently not, because they took that. And Man. now people processing was like, oh, you know what? Let me go get all the gas. So what's happening is <laughs> it's the people... I'll, Hey, hear me out, guys. That's it's the crazy. people that's crazy. It's the people that are actually the ones that's at home. Oh it's the one that's probably not really going out. Yeah, that's that are the ones that's stocking up yeah. on this. So, what's happening it's is good. it's making people who have to travel commute quite frequently. Mm-hmm. Now they have to go do the same thing, yeah, because it's a snowball effect. Yeah, so
0: I mean, guys, yeah. look, we, we did this in 2020, right? That wasn't that long ago. I I mean, I, we had to, you know what I'm saying? You have people going to giant and taking a whole rack of, of toilet paper, bro. How's the brother supposed to wipe? You ain't got toilet paper or whites. What am I using? Well, leaves. I mean, am I using leaves? Yeah. We can go back to no nomad periods of <sighs> yeah, time right? history and just kind of just hop in the I shower I don't know, tell the deuce, and then you know, it's like, well, come on, man. Like, you gotta look out for your fellow man. This is yeah. why we struggle. This is why the struggle is always real, because the moment. The moment there's some sort of announcement of a, a, a potential scarcity, y'all just go, wow, y'all forget the scarcity. I want all of it for myself. Yeah. Come on, man. Look, look, here's what I did. Right. Mm-hmm. Take it for me. I just, I filled up once, one time filled up overnight, no traffic, no lines, nothing good. I'm straight. And I still would look, I went to work. I went to work Friday. I drove down there and I look, I, I worked maybe about an hour and a half hours. So it's three hour, three hour commute both ways, you know, mm-hmm. all together. So I'm I'm still straight, man. I still got you know. I, I use premium, so I, I guess I am pretty fancy. Oh yeah, well, um, I'm more fancy. You know, yeah, you there sir. you go. That yes, oh, yeah. There oh, we go. This guy. <laughs> All right. So I I I got it, and I think like with my vehicle, if I'm on a highway, like it says, you know, 435 miles left. I'm telling you to fill up, so I'm good for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and if I needed to, I can go to like in montana and fill up on some gas (laughs) you know what i mean so i'm i'm straight but you know the point is like if you hear that something is is about to be scarce don't go run it out faster right you're supposed to ration like that's what that's what we did like if there was a if there was like oh yo there's a missile coming you know hiding your basements you know whatever you know make sure that you have enough food to survive like i just feel like y'all just gonna eat all the spaghetti all the cans of spaghetti and then nobody's going to be able to value. Like, oh, we need more spaghetti. You just ate all the cans. Yeah. Like, you just got it. Just, it's okay. Like we're getting back to normal. Now they were able to rectify the situation. You're going to get your gas, relax, <laughs> relax. But I know we, I know we, we can go back and forth on gas for as long as we breathe here. But yeah. um, I think, you know, I, I think based on what we talked about last week um, you know, when it comes to cancel culture and you know, when, when it comes to, silencing a voice that is opposing to the, the general population or where you see society moving. Um, I think that, and this is just me and I, I'm probably pretty sure you agree with me here too, mm-hmm. but I think that affects progress. It, it, it affects us moving forward as a society. I think that there are many, many changes in society that can happen when you silence the opposition, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, perfect example. If, if for whatever reason I didn't I didn't agree with, with some sort of societal change that's going on now, I now feel afraid to make it known to the public because I feel like I'm going to be uh, pretty much going to be kicked out of the kingdom, if you will. I feel like I'm not getting the opportunity to voice my opinion that may or may not be the correct way to look at something, right? I mean, I think I think that, you know, I think that when you when you are opposing to something that many, many other people agree with, um, you know, I I really think that you need to, to be careful with what you say and how you say it. And I think in society, we're all learning. Right. I mean, you know, Facebook, Twitter, IG, all that's rather new. But what I've been seeing, um, especially after you know last year's election, I'm not getting political here. But you have seen a silence of, so to speak, of a side that was roughly mostly against Biden. Um, and again, this is not a political thing, but it's a, it's an observation. Like if you're if you're going to silence one side and have the other side be the side of, um, you know, be the side be the side of the the right, you know, not, not the right side, but the side of correctness, the side of this is what we're going to be doing going forward. Everybody get on board or fall behind. It's, it is not healthy for society, man. I mean, what's, what is your take on, on cancel culture? And have you, have you been canceled? Have you seen somebody cancel? Have you, do you listen to certain, you know, whether it's podcast or, 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 you know, TV, whatever, any form of media where you've seen somebody get canceled and you're like, why did why did that happen um i think nowadays it's just so so out there where
1: almost anything can get you canceled <laughs> uh, where um i think to a degree it's just such a level of implicit bias mm. on so many different spectrums that people people willfully choose to ignore uh certain things that they see And just or what they hear uh, and just solely just base it to be what they consider factual only on, Mm. you know, what they choose to be aware of. And if it's something that's a little uncomfortable, we approach an area where people just don't want to discuss the topic Mm. um, because it takes them in a place that they're just not familiar with. Mm. Um, And that even goes just on a bigger scale for like what we see on social media, what's out there. Yeah, uh, I mean, in all honesty, in my opinion, there are just some, there are some things out there that is just that, that gets the kind of attention that you'd wish other subjects would,
0: mm. where it's just,
1: it's just, it's just, it's silly. Like certain yeah. things is just like, as uh, you know, for hum- humanity, like mm. we should be discussing and talking on that requires right. the time and attention mm. and to, to grow. But yet in those, some instances where you may have someone that is expressing something that could truly be beneficial just as an eye-opening experience for everyone involved Mm. people who don't want to do the work or have those tough conversations they're the first ones to chastise those individuals Mm. you know and then you know uh say
0: like hey you know you know there's there's no place for this we don't want this we don't Mm. want we don't we don't want to deal with that so why do you think they go to that that length though to completely shut down someone. And look, there there are limits, right? You can't be out there being racist and sexist, well, yeah. like overtly, of course. Mm-hmm. But but there's still, like, there's still supposed, there's nuance, right? You, there, there are certain things that you have to know more about from somebody else's perspective um, to then understand, okay, maybe if I look at it this way a little bit more, then um, I would educate myself as also, you know, as well as educate others. But you know, there's an issue when you can't even get to that point because you're, as you said, you're just immediately silenced because they don't want to, for what, I mean, is it an emotional thing? Do they, do they feel like if they fought so hard to get to this point in society or have this particular movement um, be at the forefront that any sort of opposing opinion to that um, is now know is it it make because for me it makes it seem like it's built on something that is fragile like Mm -hmm. if your if your movement or if your platform that you're standing on is so fragile that just one opinion or um the opinion of others that it's, it's a you know a rightful opinion so to speak it's logical that that is going to somehow break down the movement then how strong is the movement in general you know like how how strong is a movement if it could be shaken to the core with you know, with one opinion or two opinions on how things are run, right? Hmm. People have questions. You're always going to have questions, and um, when somebody's observing something that seems to be BS and they call it out on it, like it is your duty to defend that, right? If you if you if you feel as though somebody is not getting the right picture, the right image of what you're pushing or what you what you believe is right, it's important that you educate that person. But you can't then say oh, it's your fault. You're not educated. It's not my job to do so. You know, go kick rocks, go, go do whatever, go back to your own community, back to your own party, because here's the issue. And here, here's where I could see a change in society. You're going to have this, this massive counterculture. And I, mm. I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing unless they are resorting to violence to get their point across. You don't want this. You don't want some sort of underground militia of people who should not be holding weaponry, uh, but have you know military-grade weapons and are you know planning certain things that we don't know about because they're no longer on Facebook, no longer on IG, they're no longer on um, Parlor, which is a platform that that typically was more right-wing. And I'm not I'm not calling right-wing people terrorists, but what I'm saying is that if you have If you have a particular set of people who believe in something so strongly and they don't feel like their voice is heard, they're also going to explode. They're also going to be pissed off. Mm. And the issue is if if they're pushed in a corner in the dark where you can't see what they're doing, whether it's from the right or left, they're going to have an opportunity to build something so strong that it's going to be hard to stop. And when I say strong, I don't mean, you know, peaceful protesting or, you know, lobbying for something. I mean, violence. I mean, killing. I mean, mass murders, mass shootings. Um, And you're starting you're starting to see bits and pieces and little pockets of things that you're like, man, this is random. I mean, there's a random shooting at a at a nail salon. There's random attacks. And you're like, it's so random that you're like, it has to be there has to be somewhere online where this is festering, where people are, are sharing things that may not be true. Um, they're pissed off about whatever they felt like they lost. They felt like they're, they're now back in the bottom of society. And I gotta, I gotta admit, I'm not seeing much coverage of that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of coverage of, you know, what, what Biden is trying to do and, you know, what, what people in power are trying to do. And it seems like the opposite, you know, the opposition is now silence. So When there's silence, it's not that they disappear, they don't fade, right? No, no I mean, no, when the no. civil rights movement happened and segregated, segregation ended, like people, you know, say like racist white people weren't just like, oh, okay, come on, blacks, we love you. Like, that was yeah. the case, no, it wasn't. that was never the case, and it, we're still battling that in certain communities this day, yeah. So, why would, that, why would that not be different than what's happening now with certain people who have a, a different ideology and, and disagree? With what the majority is going off of, I personally, I just think it's dangerous, man. I agree. No, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, mm. that this is why it's
1: important that it is brought to the forefront in a way where um, I think the key to it is communication. Mm. You know, that's where it all starts. Mm. Being people being willing to communicate mm. and knowing how to do so effectively, mm. and that, that that's the biggest part, part with it. Uh, mm. But again, that in some instances, that's that's really what's embedded into you growing, how you, how you've grown up and what you've invested into yourself, uh, the, the ability to, 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 check your ego at the door, mm-hmm. step outside yourself, step outside of your way so that you can be open mm-hmm. to
0: someone opinion that may just be a bit subjective to your own. Mm-hmm. How does, how does one do that though? Like, how does one look inside of self and say, well, hell, maybe I'm wrong on this subject, or I don't know enough, or mm-hmm. maybe I should hear somebody else's perspective. What does it take for somebody to to sit down and really think that that's how they should start maneuvering uh i think i would say for me first to just realize that
1: my opinion on any and everything is not absolute you know what i'm saying Mm. like growth is constant Mm. so that's in all and every aspect so i'd have to humble myself Mm -hmm. if i choose growth Mm -hmm. and i think that's where it starts to realize that you know Yeah. I I, I don't know everything and I won't know everything, Mm -hmm. but I do want to learn. Mm -hmm. I'm open to have a conversation with someone who may not come from the same background as myself, Mm -hmm. because you have, you have a history, you have Mm -hmm. a story as to why you are the way you are or why Mm -hmm. you feel how you feel no different than I do. And we just have to be adults and, you know, communicate effectively through Mm -hmm. being willing to leave those Sort of thoughts at the door that's going to hinder you from that growth mm. because we step, we step, you know, uh, we step in our own way. Just like, for example, you could have two children, maybe let's say for like four years old, depending on you know wherever they are in the world, mm. and you bring them together, uh, before the the world, the people in the world gets to them, right? Right, and they'll play. They'll be okay. They'll be mm. content in each other's company because they don't know anything outside of what is there. And they're growing in those moments with one another, right? Communicating, uh, you know, albeit through to 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 play, through gesture, through to talking, mm. and just learning. And then in those instances, it's just it's just the simplicity of that. Mm-hmm. But as adults, and as we grow, Jay, I think we were talking about something similar recently about something about when you get a certain what age, to my mm. opinion, or with life events that come and people experiences, we yeah. pass that on to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Like we give them our trauma. Yeah. We give Ooh, them yeah. our hurt. Whew. So Boy, what dude. do you think is going to happen yeah. with us embedding the negative aspects of what we have mm. in addition to the qualities we think to be good mm. so if we're not doing the work within ourselves to check right. ourselves you're only going to pass that along right. we're not perfect so we're not right. going to get everything right 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 as a will say as a father i'm not going to get mm. everything right i can only embed into my children the best things that i think is possible for their growth mm. and their future long term mm-hmm. through my history through mm-hmm. what i've been through right. and what i think are good things right but that all depends on my moral compass and the work i've done for me and continuously doing right. through this process mm-hmm. so that in these moments when they face those sort of adversities with mm-hmm. life or event political mm-hmm. relationship whatever it may be they can be open-minded mm-hmm. to be willing to be able to communicate effectively mm-hmm. and emotionally communicate so you wouldn't you wouldn't push them towards being a republican or democrat absolutely okay. not okay. i wouldn't honestly with my faith being what it is i'm okay. not going to force that on them mm. i i will let them grow into their own look let me mm. say something It's the best way my grandfather my father were muslim mm. my mother oh, grew up yeah well, mm-hmm. well. my mother my grandmother was methodist my mother grew up baptist okay Right. i've embraced catholic roman catholic Mm. so as my choice of what i need for my faith so that's just to kind of say hey look because you're given a certain thing you're taught a certain kind of way it doesn't necessarily mean that you should limit yourself to understanding others that don't have the same concept of you as you
0: Mm. because
1: i grew up in all of those areas so i have an understanding of them enough Mm. but i made conscious choice of what was for me but not to tune myself out and shut me down from Mm -hmm. everyone else and their beliefs or what their opinions are, or to not take certain parts of it and embrace it because it makes me better. Mm -hmm. And that's no different than the concept of what we're discussing now, where like the idea of, uh, you know, like cancel culture and how people are just quick to write someone off or, you know, to do pass judgment in a way that we shouldn't because we're all here to learn. We are all growing, we're learning. So I don't, If someone, you know, honestly, someone who's racist at this point, I don't harbor hate or resentment for these individuals. I pity that they have shut themselves off Mm -hmm. to not grow outside Mm -hmm. of their comfort zone within their pond. Right. Because there's a river that's bigger and there's an ocean that's even more broad than that. Mm -hmm. So if you limit yourself, you're limiting your growth and that of your generations to come. So I think it's important, Jay, for us to kind of take some of those things and really... Think, put thought into it. And if you are at a point where you're harboring some sort of resentment or some sort of some sort of inability to work through something with someone, I'm not saying tolerate Mm -hmm. foolishness. Absolutely. No, no. No. Foolishness is foolishness and Mm -hmm. and it should be held handled accordingly, maturely. Right. But check yourself to make sure that you're aligned with yourself, that you are growing and willing to. Learn, otherwise mm. you may find yourself being a victim of embracing that implicit mindset as well,
0: the implicit bias mm. mindset too. Would you would you ever be open to having a conversation with a clan leader, like a David Duke? Mm. I'm not talking about you know like someone who's who's uneducated on anything mm. that they even believe in. They just you know saw it on TV or they that's how they were raised. As you talked about, you mm. know how certain parents are bringing that into their children, and forcing them down some sort of road and to. to um, to, you know, embrace and adopt some Mm -hmm. sort of doctrine. But, um, I think, I think that is another question. Like, Mm -hmm. would you, would you be willing to have a conversation with an, it's it's hard to say an intelligent racist, but somebody who can give you a, an answer that isn't just something that somebody else spewed on TV, Mm -hmm. like a David Duke who Mm -hmm. is, you know, he's, he's higher rank. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a high rank guy with that whole thing. So, would you be open to having a conversation with him? Or would you, is it something that you would you cancel him completely because of his, um, because of how he sees races? So,
1: let me say this,
0: and, and this is not to avoid your question. Mm. I can only put it based on my,
1: my actual experiences with this and that, sure. that particular scenario of hypothetically speaking, because this is something I deal with all the time now, mm. stereotypically speaking. I deal with people who has a certain perspective of the average black person. Yeah. I've I've had these conversations culturally with other folks who feel indifferent about what a black man should be like right. and what the experience is where I, I get all of the time, you're not like them. Mm. We've had this conversation similar in the past, but it's a reality where in those moments, I didn't shut myself off. I I said, you know what? Let's have that conversation. Mm. If you're up to it, let's have that conversation. Mm. Why do you see it this way? Mm. What separates me from just being William Mm. to being black, to being an educated black man, to being different than someone of ignorance who happened to be black? Mm. Because ignorance is ignorance. It doesn't wear color. Right. So. In those moments, I've had those conversations to the point to where there are moments at times where it's, we agree to disagree mm. in certain areas, but I'm open to understand why you may feel this way, especially mm. in some instances where there have been maybe experiences of trauma. So how can that, I yeah. shut someone out? Yeah. So with this particular person who knows mm. what, and truthfully, the experience that has led up generationally yeah. to the trauma that this person may feel That's So that. Know man may feel. Right. So no different than my experiences. So I, I wouldn't shut off anyone from a conversation mm-hmm. that could be mature enough to handle, have that conversation with mm-hmm. me. And we come out with an understanding because to its core, racism is fear, Right to its core. And right. there's no amount of denouncing that. I right. don't care that's who you are. True. That's what it is, Experience just like- You can't understand. Right, I so, yeah. and, I, and I say that confidently, even with the stereotypical mindsets of folks that I've encountered, Fear is their reason for feeling the way they feel. Mm-hmm. So in most instances, that's what it is that drives us in everything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I just think it's that's something that really drives that sort of, like you said, cancel culture mentality mm-hmm. is to its core. Is that so, in those instances, could I have a conversation with someone like that? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can I can hold a conversation with anyone. Mm-hmm. As long as it's gonna lead to true growth and self-development for me Mm -hmm. and I can have a true takeaway from it, Mm -hmm. then I'm all for it. That's dope. So I don't, I can't say everyone's out here like that, but that's because in my healing and in my growth, Mm -hmm. I've arrived to a place where I can do that on all levels. Mm -hmm. I just have to be able to have the counterpart be mature enough to effectively communicate, even through emotional barriers, right. to communicate with me, because mm-hmm. that's what we're, we're, we that's what we should be at at this point in our lives, right. where I your agree. experience allows you to do that effectively, or work through methods of how to learn how to communicate with someone's mm-hmm. style of communication, because mm-hmm. right. sometimes you may come across someone that you are intellectually above, and you know mm-hmm. that, and it's not that you're Um, you know, you're trying to make them feel small, Mm -hmm.
0: but you want to work with them to understand how they effectively communicate. And they would have to be mature enough to be like, okay, I'm willing to learn what you're, you know, what you're saying or based on your experience of what you have done. um, I'm willing to, I'm willing to allow myself to be more open um, to, to the subject matter or to your explanation because of, because of where you are in this. And I, I'm i I'm, I'm on the same boat with you. I, I would be willing to, to sit down and have, um, you know, a, a, some sort of conversation with someone who has such opposing beliefs and opinions, uh, because I honestly think I can leave that conversation learning more, not just about that person, but about myself. Um, I, I think, and I think, in general, I mean, you—I think you nailed it on the head, and that's kind of what I was looking for too. I'm like, well, what, what does cancel culture remind you of? It seems like it's just another face for fear. It's like there's, they, they—I think with certain movements or with certain, um, you know, with certain ideologies that are becoming established now, I think they're trying, they're trying their best to push any sort of opposition away so that they can get on the top of this mountain. But, you know, the only way, the only way to go when you get there is down. So, like, what ends up happening when you, when, you know, when, when something happens within your movement that looks shady, you know, what happens if, if, you, if your movement is, you know, it's really grassroots or it has the appearance of being, you know, a really grassroots movement, anti-establishment. Um, you know, anti-big business, and then you're you're profiting millions and millions of dollars off of it. Like that's not a good look. And look, I'm not telling anybody to 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 do what they you know, do what you want to do with your money. I'm not saying you got to do XYZ, but it, it's about that appearance is about what you're pushing out there, and you know, once you do that, your entire movement, your entire ideology just falls flat on its face. And that's why I was saying I think like a lot of these not, you know, a lot of these movements, they they get to a certain point, a lot of it is is based on hype, it's based on um, the movement at the moment, but then at some point, when things start crashing, when things start going the opposite way, when it comes out that a lot of the things that you're spewing aren't true, then your, your movement immediately dissolves. And then it's like, here's the issue, though, those people that you canceled, those people that were against your movement. They can't do the same thing, right? Let's say you're wrong, right? Let's say let's say I saw something on Facebook or on the news or on TV or wherever. And it turns out to be 100% wrong. But when I saw it come out, I blatantly went to this person and said, yo, you're racist, you're X,Y,Z, I plastered. I, I have a massive, let's say I have a massive following of like, two, three million people online. I plastered his face everywhere, called him a racist, say, I can't believe this person is still employed at XYZ. He loses his job. He loses his house. He loses his family. Um, and now he he has nothing. Turns out I was wrong. Turns out the thing that I posted was photoshopped from some other, some other wackadoo Facebook group. And now he has nothing. Well, I don't even have to bear any of the consequences. I still have my followers. In fact, I may have even more followers because I put that out there, mm-hmm. right? So I have more people who are believing in what I'm saying. Meanwhile, that person has nothing now, even though I was wrong, even though it comes out that I was completely 100% wrong. This person is not racist. Person never even said what I said. He said, yeah. he has nothing. I have more. And that's where I think you're seeing a lot of this anger come in. That's where, that's where I see it affecting progress because- we're not able to have these, we're not able to, to communicate effectively with people um, if we don't agree with what they're saying. Hmm. And I don't see, I don't see how we progress as a society. I I mean, I see us, I see us going backwards. I see us um, pushing one ideology to the front and everything else doesn't matter. And I don't, I don't think we could survive that way. I mean, I think about like, I don't know, was it, was it, Greece, was it rome it was it was one of those places one of those those um ancient juggernauts and at some point they just started allowing everything to happen in their society Rome? am i thinking but those probably wrong yeah. yeah see this is how much i paid attention in school <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> <Don't quote me. laughs> I, I right it's one of it those i mean you you know like they that. started you know they started doing Things that you're seeing in our society now, where everything is welcomed, and if you were against it, you were you were ostracized, you were pushed aside, and then you saw—I think it was Rome. Then, then you saw the fall of Rome. You saw you saw the ending of it. Look, I'm—I don't know—I don't know when our time is going to be up as as a country, as a nation, but if we continue to push that sort of thing, eventually it's it's going to get to that point where we're just going to we're going to fall in within ourselves. There's going to be there's going to be some leader that comes along that's you know he is going to be anti everything that we that that not we but most people stand for that the majority stands for mm-hmm. um and i feel like we probably already have that to an extent but um i think when the when the next one comes is always going to be a next one because it seems to be where we're going in our nation mm-hmm. um that it's going to be even more volatile than the last set of four years was um, you know, and it, uh, dude. I don't know about you, but it worries me. I know, I know you have children. I, I, yeah. I have a godson. God bless. I have a god, yeah. I have a goddaughter as well. I'm getting married soon. Like, I'm, I'm thinking. Whew, I'm thinking about where all this is going to go. You know, I, yeah. I've, I've spoken to certain people who are like, yo, I might go back to my home country in a few years and just live there and kind of, you know, just live off the fat of the land, build a farm or something, or get some land to start, make, you know, make a garden and do some, do some manual labor and call it a day. Cause it's, it's, it is starting to get a little crazy around here, man.
1: Yeah. Um, well said Jay. I mean, what, so, so, so what, so what do you think, um, you know, as a whole we can do? And cause, cause for me, I, I think that you know, as I was referencing earlier, you know yeah. that I, I think it just depends on the individual. It goes back to the person. It goes mm-hmm. back to you addressing your psyche and just addressing how you feel. But about what things? What
0: makes a person believe that they're wrong, though? Like, let us say they stood on this ideology or whatever their opinions for years, and they're like, "Bro, I got I got stats to back that up, man. You, I'm right, you're wrong. I don't care what you're seeing. Go away." You know, like what what. How does somebody get past that realm to be like, no, no, here, let's, let's have a conversation. Why am I wrong? Why, why am I looking at it differently than you are? Obviously we're living in the same country. We're seeing the same things. Why are you so polar opposite of me though? We are looking and seeing the same things. Like how, how can you bridge that gap and be able to have a conversation to get to know a particular subject better at least the whole opposite side i look Mm -hmm. i'll admit dude i there are times where i watch fox news there are times where i watch cnn times where i I, you know i listen to to ben shapiro times where i listen to um to you know joe rogan and there's there's um i'm forgetting all the other names right now but what i'm trying to say is that I want to be as well-rounded with the information that I'm putting in my mind. understand. Because I then want to form my own opinions based on what I'm hearing, right? If, if um, you know, if, if, something, if I hear something on a daily show where I'm like, ah, yeah, okay, I could see that. I could see where that's going. Then I go to Ben Shapiro and I'm like, yeah, he makes sense as well. The, the truth sometimes is somewhere in the middle right? It's somewhere in that gap where you can be like, yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. I also understand where you're coming from. Here's my take on it. Both you guys are right to this extent because of X, Y, Z. Variations of truth. Boom. That? <laughs> so check out, check out our YouTube. And you can watch that video. Check us out. It's, it's very good. It's a very good video, by the way. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's, I think if you're open to doing that, and I think in our generation, we're a little bit I want to say, I used to say we're a little bit more open to that. And I think there are certain people out there who are open to that, who look at it at both sides. Now we still have the, you know, we still have the, the polar opposites. Um, We still have, you know, like, for example, people in my family only watch CNN, but I know people in in, that I work with that only watch Fox news. So it's like too much of one thing is not good. Right. It's like, if I'm eating, if I'm eating pizza every single day, I've, I've never eaten anything. i I've never had. I've never had a salad. Forget a salad. Don't like salads. I love my pizza. I've heard that Domino said that kale is bad. Salads are bad. Salads. Yeah. Salads will promote terrorism. I've heard that, right? So let's say that's. Let's say that's the only information <laughs> I know, and I'm like, yo, I'm comfortable eating my pizza, yeah. even though obviously the pizza's not good. It's greasy. It's making me gain weight. I can barely breathe. I walk up the steps and I sweat. It's like. Even though all that's happened, I'm like, no, no, no. I've been told that the pizza's great. So that's all I'm going to be, that's all I'm going to consume. What I'm saying is that you got to get the best of both worlds. Like, it's not good to consume just one media, just one form of media all the time. If you're going to consume anything, make sure you get a balanced diet, man. Yeah. I mean, that ultimately, like you say, allow you to kind of...
1: Adjust your perspective mm-hmm. um, in certain instances, and that may change with time. The more information you have on something, yep. but check your ego at the door. Mm. gotta check your ego at the Bro, door, it's man. It's tough for it's, some people to do that, dude. Even if you, like you said earlier, you bring something that's factual to someone, they, they, they still may be yeah. subject that implicit bias mindset. Yeah. No, 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 no. They can't No, no, be true. No, 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 no. They, they won't allow themselves to, to, to face
0: the reality that in those instances they have to humble themselves in order to grow and even if you bring those stats and facts they'll say well that was manipulated that's you know who wrote mm-hmm. that politico Pfft. okay well mm-hmm. <laughs> okay come on yeah come on. Not real. <laughs> you know so it's like yeah. you know damn if you do damn if you don't i you mm-hmm. know I, I think i think in our society we're so diverse like there's so many different cultures that make up america like just be open i i've always been open thank goodness i've i was I grew up in a neighborhood that was very diverse. I had, you know, I had Indian friends. My first best friend was a white guy. Um, I, you know, I've had black friends. I've had Hispanic friends. I've had Asian friends. Like I've had, I've had a mixed bag of friends and that's helped me understand different cultures more, different yeah. styles, different yeah. foods, different upbringings. Like all of that helped me to be who I am today. As somebody who's just very open, very open to learning very open to developing myself more and helping others around me to do the same thing. So I, you know, if I was going to give any sort of advice to you, it's just to, it's just to be open. Like just, you don't know everything. I don't know everything. He doesn't know it. No, Nobody knows everything. Know. Why would you do yourself a disservice by not trying to learn more? You know, like we, we, in this, in this life that we live only once, I feel like it's our destiny to discover. Right. Like that, at least that's for me. Right. I, I, yeah. I feel as though I am here to discover, discover who I am, discover the world out there, discover what, you know, what other people love to hear and love to be a part of as we're doing this this podcast. That's also discovery. We're growing. Like that's, that's what I, that's what I love to do. I mean, we'll see, like, what, what do you, what do you think our audience out there should do to, to, to assist in the progress in society and, and, and try to avoid, the you know the the sort of limiting um the limiting things that cancel culture can bring upon someone i mean i'll stay consistent with it
1: just Mm. do the work inward it it starts with you i'm sorry i don't i'm sorry because i'm not it (laughs) starts with you it does it starts with you as an individual but what i have learned especially in recent times Mm. uh this is this industry we have in this conversation with certain individuals that I know personally, they are comfortable with being in the shape and state that they're in and they don't mm. want to seek change. Mm. So, and that I think it's fair to mention in this instance, we, you will just have people that you just, that just will not do it because they are in that state of comfortability of their own knowingness and right. they don't want to seek nor choose to. And they accept that as their reality Mm. that is a choice because we all have a choice but it to me is deep-rooted by fear Mm. so it goes back to it and i think like be willing to face yourself be willing to dig deep inside yourself to realize that the world and everything is bigger than you Mm. and you were just in a in a place where you just wanna grow and be better. And if you're at a place where you have offsprings or looking to have that or people that you care about and you wanna give that sort of good growth and examples and knowledge and wealth to them, then you gotta lead by example. And you know, in these instances, like what we're doing and what we're bringing, we're not being negligent to those folks who are like that. We get right. this out there like that, which is why I, I'm reiterating it back to the individual. And that's as a whole, per se, because mm. then you can make real progress as you start working on you right. and break those generational traumas, because mm. that's what it is, mm. you know, through addressing your fears yep. and we will get better generationally speaking. Mm-hmm. Will that happen today or tomorrow? No, uh, uh-uh. we're not saying that. But when you're taking the stepping stones and you're pro- providing that sort of energy into the world, hence what we're doing now. Yeah it's a step in the right direction. Yep. And you'll reach, we're going to reach a a lot. You hope we hope to reach everyone. Um, And then we understand in some instances, there'll be some that it may have to grow with time, but that's what this is about. And if you approach it with that perspective, I find it difficult to see how you could not succeed. If you want that growth for you, mm -hmm.
0: if you want it, man, (sighs) there's so many things I want, man. (laughs) I want the money. I want the cars, I want the fancy house. I want. I want. Uh, I want more time. Time. <laughs> I want more time. time. That's the one. That's the one thing that we do Ooh, not get back, man. Time. So, yes, I, sir. geez, yeah. if I could tell y'all anything, it's important that you just invest your time wisely, because mm-hmm. you don't know when your last time is going to be here, man. None of us know. Mm-hmm. None of us know. We are I borrowing agree. time every single day. Yeah. So, with that borrowed time, make sure that you do the best that you can to live the life that you love. Yep, that that is what's very important. And look, I mean I think when it when it comes to when it comes to this particular this particular topic, man, it's I do get it that there is some nuance there. Like mm-hmm. the, if there's somebody that is blatantly racist, if there's somebody that's blatantly sexist, like they yeah, obviously they should not have a platform where they're pushing something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but at the same time, that person has to understand what growth looks like. And I feel as though if you push them aside, if you push them towards the back of the line because of the things that they said in the past, they don't have an opportunity to grow. They don't have an opportunity to see the error of their ways and, and maybe change their mentality. I, I, I mean, there was, a time, um, there was a time when I was in college where there was somebody who uh, was actually part of the Klan. And he came to our mm. school to speak because he decided he wanted to leave the clan. Um, he didn't, he didn't leave it while he was standing in front of us. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I denounce you now. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm good guys. I love everybody. No. Um, mm. He, I think he did it maybe like five, 10 years prior, but he mm. was born into that type of hate. See, that's exactly what it was. And he, he said it, he said it just like that. You know, his mother was like that. His father was like that. So that's all he knew. But then he started, he, you know, he started looking beyond that. He started opening himself more. He started having conversations with different people, understanding different cultures. And he realized that it wasn't for him. It wasn't something that was within him. It was something that was put on him. So when he realized that he's like, yeah, I'm a changed man. It's, I can't believe that's how it was. I'm embarrassed, but I needed that growth. I needed to understand how wrong I was, how bad I was. And, you know, that's, That's where he was today. So, anybody can change, man. You know, they, they, but they do have to realize that something that they're doing is not right. Mm -hmm. They have to realize that. And then from that, they have to do the work to change. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight. So, look, guys, we're here. Like, this is the first time we're in person. Yeah. We're changing it up for you. We're growing, right? We're, we're progressing. We're making money moves. Yeah. So, for you, all y'all out there, we want we we want you to get involved with this as well as we do every single week, every single Sunday. We are on here. We've got a question to ask you now. Do you believe that ending cancel culture is necessary for progress? Simple. Do you believe that can't that 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 ending cancel culture itself is necessary for progress? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think you know if you were asking me this question. I think it needs to be I think it needs to be looked at. Um, I definitely do think that I think uh, as we went over some of the nuances and stuff, the, the the bad part of cancel culture is not is not necessarily calling somebody out under BS or, you know, calling out an issue for it being issue. It's it's destroying somebody who may not be in a growth pattern themselves. They may hate their life. They may hate themselves. They have a lot of things going on and this is, you know, whatever they're doing is the way that they can express that anger, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's them. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm just like, man, I don't, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not comfortable saying that you have to cancel it outright. Um, but I, I would say that there needs to be, there needs to be conversation. There needs to be an opportunity for those who make these errors and mistakes to, to be able to rectify those, to grow and become a better person.
1: I, I agree. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, as I, as I said before, um, in believing that it is necessary to end cancel culture, I just think for me, it's about the, per, the, 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 the method in which will resolve it itself is just to do the work individually, because then there would truly be, be no need for that. as a whole eventually in society Mm. um if you're doing the work for yourself because then you wouldn't have people to to have that sort of avid mindset at all Mm. times because then they'd be willing to to grow just like the example you shared with that gentleman right Right. and and his his self discovery yeah because i had to take a a certain kind of work to face him his himself his fear of what he didn't understand Mm and didn't know
0: and that's that's what we all have to do that's very true and you know, I think I think that with some some sort of situation like that, maybe not his in particular, because his was just sort of brought down through his lineage of of racism and and their own beliefs. But I think that there are some people that lash out because there's something that they've gone through that they fully have not healed from yet, or they they, they really don't understand how to. You know, they, they may be, they may be open to getting help and they, they may say they really want it, but putting in the work to get that help or understanding where you can go or how to do it is a whole other thing, right? It takes action, forget ideas, forget thoughts, theories, action, take action in that particular thing. So I think, I think being able to deal with traumatic experiences or, or grief, um, Requires a lot. I mean, I think I think it requires a lot of internal discussions. It requires a lot of growth. It requires finding yourself and and figuring figuring out where you where you belong and where you are going. Um, I think that I think that trying to to deal with grief is something that you only you only know how to do because everybody everybody's different i wouldn't i wouldn't try to push somebody to to say well god it's only it's been a year man it's been a two years actually just heal you're good like you're good move on (laughs) (laughs) like move on like come on this this happened a year ago Mm -hmm. you don't look you don't have to worry about it it's you know be happy again um it never do not do not ever do that to somebody who's grieving that is the worst thing you can possibly do allow them, allow them to heal the way they know that they can allow them to be the person that they are. Of course, of course, provide guidance, provide guidance rather, but, um, know that it is a journey that this person is on. And on the other side of that journey is a, it's an, an incredible, incredible human being. So, um, we'll see, man. I, I think, I think next Sunday's discussion is going to require me to buy a box of Kleenex um hopefully those darn gas hoarders didn't yeah. buy all of the kleenex that is out there because we're going to need some tissues yeah. on this table for next week yes yeah, there's definitely going to be um
1: a, a, a deep one um as you know we all go through that and even with, like in my experiences uh you know i i know that all too well so it's like it is a process mm. and there's a lot that we're going to need to to, to dig deep in so just be ready guys be ready mm-hmm. to join us through that feel those emotions through and let them flow as they shall um yes. because you'll grow Man. you're gonna be growing we're gonna be growing together mm. growth is hard it is, is hard
0: but it is necessary absolutely it's because we're worth it we're so damn yes. worth it and it always it always feels so great to do it afterwards as <sighs> you're like ah i feel i feel better about who i am now i felt like i've i've grown i felt like i can move forward yeah. i felt like you know we are making progress and everything feels feels great. But of course, I mean, where do where do they find us? Where do these guys find us? Oh, oh come on. Well, man. look at this. What? Look at this. It's on the hat, ladies and gentlemen. A C H R O M O U S. That's how you can follow us. <laughs> yes. And here's another thing, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, we have acromus Fitness. We also have the Acromus podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Follow us yes. at The Acromus Podcast on IG, The Acromus Podcast on Spotify, The Acromas Podcast on YouTube, The Acromus Podcast on Facebook. I mean, literally follow us everywhere. If we're in Giant, if we decide we want to go, follow us there. Absolutely. Come behind us with your shopping cart full of goodies. We will be there for you. Yes. Follow, follow us in the airport. Follow us in traffic. Follow us undersea. Follow us everywhere in the sky. In everywhere. The sky. Follow us in the everywhere. sky. Hop on a plane. Follow our plane. Yes. Follow us everywhere. We're probably gonna be taking spirit airlines. We like spirit. Airlines. Is that? I hear that's yeah, the best. It might I, be move. I, I guess we'll is see. The best. I've heard, you know, I could be wrong. I could be absolutely wrong, but I've heard they're pretty good. But guys, just follow us. Follow us wherever you get your podcast, follow us on IG. Facebook, um, YouTube, YouTube subscribe. Spotify. Yes, please yes. hit that subscribe button. If you love this, if you love what you were here, you hit that subscribe button. It helps us out.
1: Yes, and it helps us reach more people yes. like minded,
0: just like us, just like us, man, just like you. Like this is this is a growing thing, man. Yes. People are growing. People are loving this. Yeah. We're loving you for loving this, and Absolutely. we love doing this. That's why we're here to do it for y'all. Absolutely. So look, until next Sunday, it is your boy in the flesh, man. In the flesh, J.H. Gibbons. And this guy right here. And we'll see. Until next Sunday. Peace. Peace.